Iconic companies have asked us to think differently, and iconic people have told us we cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we used when we created them. CLD Stories and Lessons offers unique perspectives into common encounters, where we believe it is only through imagination and purpose-driven curiosity that we can adjust our thinking and create a new reality. The question is, what is the most common way to develop guanxi relationships? Does it include a lot of dinners and drinking? Yeah. So the answer to that, uh, there's again, there's no one size fits all answer. But the general answer is yes. <laughs> um, a lot of evenings, a lot of dinners. Okay. So this is how people get to know each other. This is how people are more relaxed. This is how people develop guanxi relationships. Uh, you want to try to balance kind of both. <clears throat> so what, what do I mean by both? So you have a vice president who's also there in China. Uh, you may have visitors from Europe with you when you're traveling to China, or you may have uh, key people in your customers or other contract manufacturings. You know, higher level people. When there is an opportunity, try to bring people together. Mm-hmm. So, so what does that mean? That means that the people that you need to get things accomplished in China, the guy in Shanghai, the guy in Qingdao, if they feel that they are part of the inner circle of foreigners who make decisions, because you've invited them out to join you. Mm-hmm. That's really uh, that's really goodwill on your part. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's that's important. You want to kind of make them feel part of the decision making process, as opposed to part of the problem. Because every time you go over, you're putting out fires. You're trying to figure out what the problems are. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. So 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 that's. That's one key, and and you have to remember it's, you know, you may think doing some of this is kind of disingenuous or it's all an act, but in Chinese culture, this is just part of how people do things. So uh, mm-hmm. that's just it's almost just expected. Um, it's just part of the game, and once you learn how to play the game, you're going to be much more successful. And then, depending on time, resources, and, and whatever. Uh, Try to find a way to get them involved with higher level people that they normally might not be involved with. Mm-hmm. Coach or, or, or communicate in advance with the higher level people that you're bringing in saying, you know, uh, these are two really important people in my organization. They're responsible for X, Y, and Z here in China. Uh, you know, I really want them to get to know you and really get to know us because we need them as trusted partners uh, and we need to bring them kind of more into our inner circle as opposed to just the foreigners going out smoking the cigars and the Chinese are off at home. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, make an effort to do that. And then, you know, during lunch, change it up. So like you're there for two or three days, uh, normally you have lunch in the cafeteria, you know, just invite them say, you know, today let's take a longer lunch. Let's go out to lunch. And you know, take them out to lunch, and don't eat in the cafeteria if that's what you normally do. And okay. uh, just, just kind of mix it up. 
what you want to do is you want to give them the perception that you are flexible and mm -hmm. open-minded because if you're not flexible and you're not open-minded you're going to experience more resistance when you're asking for answers.